You're welcome to your probably right podcast with your host with the most, the man with all of the answers, at least as so he would like you to believe anyway, MCM. And my name is Siri. Thank you. And make sure to share. Good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today, we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's MCM, and you're listening to your Probably Right podcast. Yeah, we've tried to get a little more frequent with um, the episodes when we can. You know, life gets busy, and sometimes we can't get on as we'd like. So we just got to do what we can do and get in where we fit in. You know what I mean? Anyhow, remember that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It is not a Christian podcast, but it is a podcast by a Christian So basically the same thing, except I'm not here teaching you theology or being a minister over you to um, direct you this way or that way. I'm just giving you my answers for certain things or my perspective on things in the world or outside of the world. And um, yeah, that's about it. So I just want to remember, want you to remember that, um, you know, I'm not a professor of anything and I don't profess to know anything more than what the scriptures say and from my experience and what I've been taught here and there and thus here I am (laughs) okay so we're gonna get right to it Um, we did last time we did uh, 20 questions we did things like um, family is invaluable and I guess why and these of course are from the the rules of (laughs) rules from from I to C if you get the joke with uh, uh, the Roman numerals and all hold on a second I just have to chill with this interesting there is nothing I can do <laughs> hold up alright here we go not feeling this song Okay, <laughs> that's better. Anyhow, we did questions. We did not questions. Rules for life, basically. Um, be honest always, and you know, basically, I give you reason for that, and you know, and so on and so forth. Like um, things last time were: stay humble, be patient, um, embrace change, keep your word. You know, these are just rules for life, basically, from one to one hundred. Just certain things that can help you along the way or maybe things that you didn't really think of before hopefully i'll be able to provide that with you or at least some assurance that maybe you're on the right track or vice versa and therefore you want to change um yeah so here we go so we are number 21 practice gratitude now, you know, some would say, you know, well, what are you practicing gratitude for? It should be something that comes naturally. It should be in you as a good person to uh, practice gratitude. But, um, you know, we are selfish people. 
you know, in various aspects of our life, things that we really want, maybe when it comes to money, um, sex, um, support from others, um, just different things that we, we think we need and we want. And, and when we're in the situation um, trying to get those things, sometimes we can become very, very, very selfish. So therefore, we need to practice gratitude. And that is when maybe it's not such a big thing, but um, just to say thank you for something that would be, you know, maybe trivial or really appreciate somebody for something that they've done for you. Maybe it wasn't necessarily for you, but it was an example that they showed um, a different way of doing things or uh, the way that many people know, but you just may be one of those people who don't know. Um, just, you know, practicing gratitude, be pleasant, gracious. You never know when that situation might turn around and you might need somebody to be gracious to you. Maybe when you don't deserve it, right? So practicing gratitude is practicing being lovely, being wonderful to others, whether they deserve it or not. You know? Next, uh, 22 or XXII. Keep learning. Never go in or never find yourself, if you can, in a lull where you believe that you've learned everything about anything. Um, take it from people who are writers, athletes. Um, the ones that really excel at the top, you'll notice they're always learning. There's always changing of something. They've, they've learned a new way. Maybe the way that you like them to do a certain thing is the way you like to hear it or see it. But um, what you'll notice from people who are constantly trying to learn things and trying to carve out new ways is that, um, like, for instance, a song. A really artistic person who is trying to go with wherever um, the learning has taken them and the experiences have taken them and they will sing a song for five different groups of people and they'll sing it five different ways of course there's the recorded way which everybody's heard it the most just because it's a recording so they haven't necessarily sang it that way that many times and then you'll notice each time they sung it or year after year something changes in it and a new thing happens within that song that we don't always necessarily love, but um, that's just the way it is with growth and people who are open to learning and growing is that maybe they will have a peak for the, for the greater public, you know, like maybe Michael Jackson had his perfect album at some point, but he kept singing, he kept doing his dance. He, he, you know, maybe came to the best uh, moonwalk of his life at the, um, the American Music Awards in 1985 or whenever that was. And then he kept doing it. And, and um, maybe some people liked how it turned into something else, whereas some people just liked it the way it was. But when you're learning, you're just learning. And you're open to finding out new ways, better ways, more efficient ways. Why? So yes, keep learning. 
Now here's one, I don't know if I really um, agree with it, but I do in a sense. And it would be, be independent. Now, I believe that we should all be independent up to a point, but there should be points where we can learn and lean on other people. So when you're, you know, you can be independent and do what you can do for yourself. You can be the best learner. You can be the best, whatever it is you can be by practicing your, your, um, your expertise in whichever area that that is, or trying to attain it. But it's something that you have to do. So in other words, you may have to lean on someone else, but you're independently pushing yourself as much as you can. And you know, if you have people who push you even further, you tend to go further and do more. It's just a natural part of um, being a human. It's one of the reasons why people who are athletes and the fastest in the world still need trainers. You'd figure, well, if the trainer is training this individual to be the fastest person on earth, and they are, and they know what to do, then why don't they just do it themselves and become it for themselves? No, it takes a certain level of skill, a certain level of natural, a given God-given ability to do something. But you have to be in control of your, your effort, at the very least, your desire. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, people will say, well, what was the difference between Michael Jordan and, say, Vince Carter? They both had that amazing um, jumping ability. They both had that amazing shot and dunking ability and all that stuff. But um, only one is considered the best of all time or the greatest. Sorry about that. Something's messing with my music here. <coughs> I think it's kind of interesting, actually. But anyhow. So there was Be Independent. Sorry about that big lull in the middle there. But I'm sure you're okay, right? Just hanging on, hanging in on there. <laughs> uh, let's see. where. Okay, good. Good, we're still on good time. Okay. Next one is Help Others. And I think... That's that should be given. <laughs> um, there are times when helping others is doing nothing. Um, and that's not always. Most of the time you're doing something. You're giving of yourself to others who may need a hand. But sometimes people need a hand in learning how to do it themselves. So that, as they say, you don't steal the experience from them to know how to put on your child's coat every day for them, buckle up everything, zip up everything, tie up everything. And then when they get, get to school, they're an invalid. So that's a chance, an opportunity for you to allow someone else to do what they need to be able to help themselves. 
rather than just doing everything for them because there's going to come a day when you can't do anything for anyone or for someone you think would need it. In other words, you're better off supervising them, doing it by themselves, than just doing it for them. Enjoy nature. I say you should, to the best of your ability, enjoy nature. I believe that God created the heavens and the earth. I believe that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything. The rolling hills to the sandy beaches to the mountains to the snow the crystal clear blue seeming water and the cloudy mercury murky bayou bog type waters the little house cats they like to play with little cotton balls to large lions and tigers, bears and elephants and people. <laughs> yes, I believe that there's so many things that have been put here on this planet for us to explore, subdue, enjoy, look at, interact with, eat, play with. And um, our creator, God Almighty, Father God, Son and Holy Ghost, I believe the God of the Bible has created all these things for us to do what it is, the things that we do, the things that we've learned, sometimes not always through good intentions or good behaviors, but yet he allows us to see and to do so many things in nature. Sometimes we decide that we avoid it as much as possible. Or those that make us believe that we are alerted to certain aspects when it is really the fact that we are putting certain nutritions and certain things that we think are nutritions in our body, which is ruining our body for the things that God has created. And then we're living in a fallen world. And that means that Nature will be dangerous at times, but it's God's nature and he created all things. So we continue. Twenty-six. Don't hold grudges. You see, when you hold grudges, right? It means that whatever the situation is surrounding that grudge, it means that you have not forgiven. You know, many times we tell people that we've forgiven them, but we don't have to be around them more. I've forgiven what you did, so I don't hate you. I still hate what you did, and um, it has affected me in various ways, and you as an individual have to suck that up 
So always remember that you hurt me in this way and I will never allow you to do it again. But I forgive you. That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness is giving grace. It's allowing something that hurt in most cases and you forgiving the person and not holding a grudge. Don't say, I'm going to let that person know about it every time they see me, that what they did to me. That's holding a grudge. It might be a passive, aggressive grudge. Maybe it's a grudge that you hold that way when you know that you're just not strong enough to, or rich enough, or whatever it is enough, to act in some way that would affect some type of change or response or um, get a, a certain response from an individual that possibly did something to you for whatever reason or however it happened. So the best thing I could tell you is don't hold grudges. Holding grudges never works out for anybody. Yeah. 27. <clears throat> Be creative. <clears throat> Be creative. Maybe you're really good at something. And. And you, you just constantly dominating in whatever it is, or you just you're amazing at producing whatever work it is. And there's always a certain level that you refuse to step over because you'd be out of the comfort zone. You'd be maybe going a little bit too fast. One thing I know about that is um, we know generally what we can handle in most situations, most of us. And every once in a while, we get to a point we get to a point and we don't want to pass that point because we're starting to feel unstable. And it's at that point we have to get creative with the, um, with the speed or whatever it is that we're, we're traveling at or working with. There's ways to do things that we can do and we won't um, sacrifice effort. Cr um, creativity is that opportunity to do more with the maximum of what we have. I mean, if you just go a little bit faster, but there's no creativity in it, um... It doesn't make for a wonderful experience, I don't think, for you or for anybody who's experiencing the situation. Just to go to right here, and then that's just where you get to, and, and then everything is great, and that's it. No, I believe that you should be creative in the things that you do, in the things that you say you master, the things that you love to do. You should try to pull yourself out of your comfort zone, because then... I believe only then you're going where you need to go with whatever it is that you are going with it. Whatever the situation is, whatever the endeavor is, if you're creative, that's when you pull situations and things together to bring things into maybe a new light that people never are from a different angle that people never saw it before because you willing to try it, you know? And people know when you have 
um, expose them to something new, something practical, but maybe not so run-of-the-mill. People know when they see the first moonwalk. People know when they see the first dunk from a foul line. People know and maybe not remember so much because it can be duplicated when they saw somebody throw a ball all the way from one end of the gym to the other. And then you knew it was possible. There's so many things in this world that are here now and helping us now because somebody decided to step out of their comfort zone. They they were at the best of their abilities and then they just leaded to their abilities to take them a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, a little bit up or a little bit down. So yes, be creative. Twenty-eight. Stay organized. Now, you might say, well, you know, I'm not the person that always stays exactly organized. Um, there's method in my madness. Um, I need to look at the colors and experience the the situation in the proximity proximity and the um speed of whatever it is I'm doing to um, come out with different things and you know that could be you a little bit but um, cleanliness is next to godliness I believe there is a time and a place for everything and a time under under the sun for everything and therefore I believe there's certain things you can have in order even if you're situation or your setup for whatever reason or whatever it is is not um, exactly the same every time because you're being creative but at the same time there is some sort of a organization within whatever the creativity is um, allowing you to explore 29 love deeply now, with this one, I'm simply going to say that how else should you be with love? You know, people always say that, you know, love is a feeling. Love is something. And you, when you, when you, when you, when you um, love someone, you know, and um, all of that stuff and all that ushy gushy Hollywood type um, ideas about love. Love isn't a feeling that you just feel. No, love is action. Love is doing. You know, and I think, you know what? I'm going to do something weird here because we're going to stop at 30. But I want to talk about what love what love is according to the Bible but um, I'll go so instead of talking about love right off the bat I will say that we should 30 we should live in the present um, 
what happens if you if you decide to kind of live life if you just decide to live life in the in the the here and now and not think about the mistakes that you have made or If you decide to live in the here and now and not in history and not what could happen, the shoulda, woulda, coulda, I think you'll be more focused and more likely to attain the goals that you set before yourself instead of, you know, you know, I, I used to be good at this. Well, try to be good again. Stretch the bar a little bit. Yes, head into that creativity. And don't worry about yesterday. And don't worry about tomorrow because you can't change anything in the past. And when the future comes, God, if we if he allows us to be there in the future, in that future that you're so concerned about, you'll be there and he will be in control because he is sovereign over everything. Now, yes, people always talk about love. Um... And, you know, I know in Greek, there's five types. You know, there's agape love, brotherly love, like filial love. Um, there's different types. But in general, in your relationships, if you love deeply, you'll work harder for one another. You'll do things that you never thought you could do. You'll give of yourself when you don't really have anything to give of yourself. You'll give it your weakest and you'll give it when when you're when you're on top of the world you'll just want to express it you'll want to get it out there and do something people always think it's about loving it's like well i don't know if i love him anymore well you gotta know if you love him anymore you'll know by your actions if you're doing things that don't say that you love him then no you don't if you're only going through the motions then you're just going through the motions but you're still handling business so you're still in essence giving the person what they need and what they want. Therefore, you're still loving them. Maybe just your heart is not in it. And that maybe sounds a little bit weird to say that you're loving someone without your heart. No, the reason why you're loving them still is because they're still getting what they need from you, even if you're not doing it out of the best intentions. So the love is in. Um, R.C. Sproul told, uh, told a story one time where he said that um, a guy... Um, ran in to a building that was burning because he heard that there was a, a child on the fourth floor and um, all of a sudden there was this you know scraggly looking um, guy he didn't look like he had much much to live for but he ran inside the building but um, unfortunately before he could get out the building collapsed and burnt leveled knowing that everybody that was inside that building had died now the next day the newspaper said oh john smith he was a hero he heard of the little boy david who was inside the the fourth floor apartment above was in there and um you know our hero went in to get david out but unfortunately none of them made it now that be our perception and 
that guy forever would be the champion of whatever. They'd probably name a street after him or possibly a new school or building or whatever it is after him. But rewind that. And he knew this, that there was a boy who was up there on the fourth floor and he ran into the building. And then five minutes later, he stumbles out. But he doesn't save the boy, but he comes out and he comes out clutching a blanket with money inside of it. He'd be like, oh, he lived it out and he, the building didn't collapse with him because he came out on time, but he came out with money. He wouldn't be such a hero anymore. In other words, we don't know what somebody else's intent is, but when we love deeply, when we give of ourselves, that's loving. When we do the best that we can, the best that's inside of us, you know? <sighs> Corinthians 1, or 1 Corinthians, sorry, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 7, it says, love is patient. You won't give up on somebody. You'll never give up. Because that's what love does. It's, it's patient. It's kind. It is not rude. It is helpful. It is a do-gooder. Love doesn't envy or boast when somebody has something that you don't have. Maybe he has a, the best marriage ever. Maybe his wife cooks every night for him. Or maybe her husband cooks every night for him. Maybe her husband keeps the washrooms clean, so clean that you could eat off the porcelain floor. Or maybe um, he makes sure that there's always windshield washer in your car. So you never had to actually fill it. You don't even know where the, the, um, the reservoir is to pour it in. You didn't even know it was called a reservoir. You know, um, maybe there were so many wonderful things. But... There's so many things that the person does. There's so many things that you do for the person because you love them tirelessly. You're never too tired. They're too tired to show that individual love. Maybe you're not the very most the most um, sentimental type of person. Maybe you're not that warm and affectionate, but you're still loving. Now, people who are affectionate and um, know how to give a good back rub out of nowhere or give a hug when one's washing the dishes and um, do it in a way that is so comforting. But then there's us that maybe are not so good at that and what we're good at is getting up every morning, going to work, earning the paycheck, fixing things, making things, getting things, you know. But that's the way we show love. But we're showing love endlessly and tirelessly for the ones we love. It says, love does not envy or boast, right? So again, you're not envying anybody that has whatever they have. And at the same time, what you have, you're not lording it over people and boasting. You're not saying I'm better because I'm taller than you. Or I'm better because my skin um, doesn't get burnt in the sun. Or I'm better because my hair doesn't get all tangled after I go in the water. 
It's not rude. It's not arrogant. It does not insist on its own. It doesn't fight only for itself. It fights for others. It's not irritable or or resentful. In other words, stuff that happens, you let bygones be bygones. You don't let it sit on you. And every time you see the person, you see the bad interaction or the bad deeds that they did. No, you forgive. It does not rejoice in wrongful doing when something bad's happening to somebody. You're not saying, yes, do it to them again. You will have some type of cringeworthy or worried or surprised or shocked or hurt um, demeanor when something bad happens to them. You shouldn't find it as a joy. But rejoices. It rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. All things. Not some things. Not most things. Not things up to a certain point. But all things, it says. It believes all things. It hopes all things. And it endures all things. That's real love. Love will cost you time. Love will cost you energy. Love will cost you comfort. Love will cost you energy. Love will cost you pain. Love costs. Don't fool yourself. It's not a Disney feeling. It's not a Care Bear feeling. And although you will have those from time to time just by doing for others, not because what people do for you. You might feel good when somebody does for you, but I guarantee you love more when you're doing things out of the right heart, out of the right way for other people. Anyhow, that's all I'm going to say to you today, guys. That's 10, and we'll be getting into the next ones after this at some point, I hope. <laughs> Anyhow, hopefully my throat will get better. I thought it was getting better last episode, but it seems to have fallen off the rails again. All right, this is MCM. You're listening to your Probably Right podcast. Take care. Please rate this podcast. Please help me to reach more of an audience, I pray. Um, and I pray that you will succeed as well in whatever endeavor that you're doing. Um, you can drop us also an email if you want at mcmlive.ca. Um, and yeah, this is it for this show. Uh, take care and um, see you next time. Um, please drop a line. Um, maybe you can let us know if you're if you're liking the, the new um, thumbnails that you're seeing on various platforms. Um with our title and you know trying to make it a little more eye-catching so you um wherever you get a chance if you can um give um feedback i would love it and i would appreciate it it's just as good as gold to me all right thank you very much for uh listening again take care it's mcm signing off Come check out You Probably Write Podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 ducks. 
<laughs> I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh-oh, yep, God, self-help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Hopefully, anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions. And all the while, understand that, listen, sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat. Well, that's how it is here. And because there's no topic, well, very few topics off the table, Torontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there. <laughs> Hopefully, the podcast will be helpful and uplifting. And hey, Maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere. Hope to see you soon.